Welcome back, you guys, to another episode of the Ready to Rise podcast. So if you've been watching on Instagram, if you have been following along in the last episode of the podcast, you know I made a huge decision about leaving a job that I felt was no longer aligned. And I went into it so much on the last episode that I won't, you know, go back into everything today, but it was such a hard decision. It was really hard to choose this job that I had wanted since I was such a young child. This job I always thought was going to be mine, my thing and just everything I had wanted and the way it felt when I actually got there. And it's such a perfect example of how in life we think like, I'll be happy when or I'll be happy if. But if those things are not aligned for us, we won't be truly happy. So if we're seeking these external validations, you know, like when I get the raise, when I get this job, when I get this or that, I will be happy. It's actually not likely to make you super happy. But first of all, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you to my listeners from everywhere. There are so many of you guys listening internationally, which is amazing. I always love to see that. And if you guys are watching live, or seeing these clips on Instagram, you know, I may look like crap because I'm on night shift still. So that's the downfall about the decision I made is I had to go back to my old job, which I really actually, now that I've been through a whole other experience, I realized I didn't hate it as much as I thought I did. (laughs) I actually feel like it's a really good job for the point that I'm at in life. And it offers me a lot of the freedom that I want right now, just the freedom to go to different units in the hospital and just so much, you know, and the friends that I've made there, they're just a family to me. So I am aligned with going back. However, I'm on night shift because there were no day shift spots available. And I am, oh my gosh, I am having a hard time. It is like soul crushing exhaustion. So I, you know, have these sunken in eyeballs. I just look like a zombie. I might be talking slower than normal, but I'm here. I promise. And I'm so down for this episode because we are going to talk about alignment. Hey friend, welcome to the ready to rise podcast with your host, me, Audrey Rose. This is the podcast all about taking your life to the next level. Join me on my journey as I create a life that I'm obsessed to wake up for every day. I hope that you are ready to create a life that you really, really love. Are you ready to rise? I want to chat with you. There's a couple of signs, and I know I posted this on Instagram, but there's a couple of signs when something's not aligned for you, your body's going to notice it pretty quickly. So you're going to have that generalized feeling that like something's off, right? Like I, when I was feeling disaligned, it was just like this general feeling of overall dread. Like nothing really felt right in my life. Like everything just felt kind of off. I wasn't exactly, you know, feeling like so happy when I clocked in. I wasn't feeling super excited about my life. You have this gut feeling that things are just not right. Another one is when you don't feel excited about the accomplishments. 
So what I wrote on Instagram is like, it makes sense to feel excited when you achieve a big milestone and accomplish a goal. But when the goal is not in alignment with your true purpose, you can actually feel the opposite way, which is going to be unfulfilled, disappointed, even depressed. And that's what happened to me. I really felt like I wasn't excited anymore. I felt like I was just going through the motions. I didn't feel like, oh my gosh, like this is happening and that's happening. And I did this and I've accomplished this. And I didn't feel like I wasn't like shouting it from the rooftops because something inside me just knew. I don't know if this is 100% your thing. And so I wasn't, I wasn't as stoked as I should have been. And I, and I consciously was aware of that. Like you should be happier. You should be more excited. You should be like throwing a big party or doing this or that. And I, I wasn't, um, seeking external approval. That's another one. So when you're in full alignment, like, you know, like, have you ever made a decision and you just know this is the correct decision for me? This is the path. Like, you don't have to ask anybody. Like, you may forget to even tell your significant other that you've made this decision because you just know without a shadow of a doubt, like, this is the right thing to do, right? When we are not aligned, we tend to seek a lot of external approval. So this is when we're looking outside of ourselves and we are just trying to find, you know, okay, I did this for your approval. I did this for that approval. Hey, aren't you going to congratulate me on this? Or you might be thinking to yourself, and I am not going to be too proud to admit this. I was like looking around for coworkers to be like, oh my God, like congratulations, clap, clap, like good job. You know, you're amazing. I mean, the external approval becomes so important when we are not feeling approved by ourselves. Like sit on that for a minute. You know, it's, it's true. Like you start to seek it. You start to want it. You might even need others to help you make the decisions. I just felt all of these things. And over time, you start to really ruminate on it. Like, why am I feeling like this? Why am I feeling this, this feeling of, of I'm not good enough of, you know, why aren't they congratulating me? Why am I seeking the external approval? Why don't I feel excited by this accomplishment? Why does this just feel generally off? And then I started feeling guilty. Because I should have been excited about this. This is what I've always wanted to do. This is what I thought I valued in life. This is where I thought my goal was. This is what I always thought that this was going to be what led me to feeling successful. I thought this was like the pinnacle of my career. This was going to be the thing that just made me me. I felt guilty because I felt like I was letting people down. I felt like I was not being good enough. I felt like, you know, my current boss was going to be disappointed in me. Um, some of the team members, I knew that they were going to feel let down. Some of the people who trained me, they were going to think, you know, oh, wow, like I didn't, I, I, what should I have done better to make her feel more comfortable? Like they, you know, the very beautiful, sweet ones definitely were thinking that. And even my friends, like I felt like, guilty. I felt guilty. Like I couldn't hack it. Like I felt guilty. Like they're going to think that I'm not good enough, or they're going to think that I didn't like this job. I don't even know how to explain it, but obviously the guilt comes from the disalignment. So 
when our actions are not aligned with our true core values and our true core beliefs and, and desires and needs, we will start to feel guilt because of the disconnect. Another one, which I don't talk about a whole lot, I don't talk about manifestation a whole lot, but when you are not in alignment, by the way, Kalina has joined us. If those of you who can hear her, <laughs> she's like staring. Oh, she's so cute. She's just staring at the mic. Um, but I don't talk about manifestation a whole lot. But another way you'll know that you are not in alignment is when you're not manifesting. It's almost like when you can think clearly and you're on that rhythm and you're you're at that high vibration and you just know like you know what's coming to you. You you can just sense it. Like I don't even know how to describe it. Sometimes you'll see um you'll just think, you know, like someone's about to call me and then they do or you'll manifest like I think I really want these red shoes and you go to the store and they're right in the front and they're on sale and just things like that. Like for me, I oftentimes um can tell ahead of time, like, I'm going to be working today with this coworker, or I know I'm going to be on this unit, or I know that, you know, um, my man is going to cook me this item for breakfast. And it always happens. When you are fighting what the universe wants you to do, what's truly aligned for you, and what's truly like your path and your way, you will not be able to manifest well because you're completely out of alignment. You're fighting so hard against like the natural order of things. For me with this job, like to be honest, certain doors were shutting and I wasn't paying attention to those signs. Certain doors were, you know, I I can't even describe it, but like I could sense certain things that were like, oh, this isn't, um, this isn't like a path of least resistance. This isn't like an easy thing for me. Like I'm fighting really hard to do something. And I would think to myself, like, that's completely the opposite of that feeling of manifestation, you know, like, when you show up, and you're like, I just know I'm going to get the front parking spot, and then it's opens right up as you pull up. It's like the complete opposite of that feeling. And the more that I dove into that, I was like, I am not, I'm not in alignment. I am not at all aligned. Because if I were, these things would be a little bit easier. The path would be a little bit more clear. I feel like that was such a mouthful, but those five things can really help you to know if you are, if you're able to just get still. And I'm going to talk in just a second about how to reach that soul alignment or ways to practice like tuning in and listening to your intuition again. But if you can really get still and pay attention to what's aligned for you and listen in to your gut feeling and your heart and and what it wants, you will be able to get back on track pretty easily. So let's dive in to a couple of ways that you can reach that soul alignment. What are some practices that you can do? And I think for those of you who have been listening for a while now to the podcast, I think you guys are going to know the first one I'm going to say. It's meditation. We have to take time to be still. And I want to be completely transparent and completely honest. There was a good chunk of time, I think it was a year and a half ago, no, maybe two years ago by now, that I did a chant, like a um, kind of like a guided meditation in a way. But you meditate on like a mantra, basically. And it was... um what I want to say, kind of like a scripture of the Sikh religion, but 
Anyways, the point of this is I would meditate every single morning for up to 30 minutes. Um, I don't know why I'm blanking out right now. There's actually a name for this, but this, this intense practice, but it's under the umbrella of manifestation of, excuse me, it's under the umbrella of meditation. But when you meditate regularly, you can more quickly quiet your mind because it becomes a practice. You're building that pathway in your brain. So over time, you're going to be able to more quickly quiet your mind. And then you're able to connect in with your soul, right? You start to be able to hear yourself genuinely. You can genuinely hear the voice within, the inner voice, the real guidance from your true self or your highest self. But it takes time to practice a little meditation and be able to get quiet. It's in that stillness. It's in that quiet. Um, for those of you who can't see me, I'm like closing my eyes. I'm literally just closing my eyes and putting my hands together and just like, it's in the stillness that you're able to find that peace and listen to yourself. Another way is journaling your thoughts. Gabby Bernstein, I think, is the person that I learned this from the best was doing a, what did she call it? Um, she has like a specific name. If I find it, I'll, I'll link it in the show notes because I think it's in her uh, 40 Days to the Miracles book. But um, she calls it like a, it's like a soul-led journaling, basically. So what you do is you basically, you just put that pen to paper. You don't think about anything. You just let it. It's like a stream of of subconsciousness, basically. You are just not thinking about it. You're not correcting yourself. You're not reading what you wrote. You're just letting it all out. And I love that for doing these kinds of things and for getting clear and getting the intentions. I mean, it's almost like a conversation, you know, talking to yourself, basically, because you're, you're like processing, you know, how some of us need to verbally process things. And that's another caveat to this second practice is you're not crazy to talk to yourself out loud. Like, obviously, if you're at the supermarket and you do that and you start answering yourself, people might stare. But if you're home and you can just talk this out with yourself, like, wow, why am I feeling like that? Well, why is this happening? Well, maybe it's because of this. Well, I guess that that's because of, you know, this other feeling I'm having. Well, would it be better if I did blank? Like, you start really just talking it out with yourself or journaling it out with yourself. And you're able to really get down to those feelings and those expressions that are coming from your true self. Not you, you like get past this layer of the subcon of not the subconscious of the societal BS that is like placed into our minds and you just get into this true self. So the third practice is the next step after doing those first two. You have to actually go a step further. And I'm talking about this a lot right now on Instagram. I've shared so much about the story about me feeling disaligned and making that decision. But now we have to trust our intuition and take action. We have to actually act on our inner nudges. We have to act on these feelings and what, what's coming up for us. So we got to that point, you know, we had the inner guidance come through. We can hear our inner voice. We know what she needs. We know what our highest self is calling us to do. But now we have to actually do it. And that can be the hard part. When I left this ICU job, it was truthfully hard for me to act on this. I had made the decision. And then I kept thinking to myself, all of those things, like, what are people going to think? Does that, 
Are they going to think I'm weak? Are they going to understand about alignment? Are they going to understand that when something's not aligned for you, you don't have to be an achiever? Are they going to understand these things? And then I decided it doesn't matter because I'm doing what my highest self is calling me to do at this time. She wants me. She's, she's clearly telling me what I need to do and she wants me to do it. And it's all about trusting that intuition, trusting the inner voice, trusting what has come through for you and making that decision. And it might be hard. For me, I had to call a wonderful boss who was such a good manager and director and just such a wonderful person. And I had to like let her down and tell her like, I know you're already short staffed, but I'm leaving. And hey, it is what it is because I have to honor myself first. I have to honor my highest self, especially if I want to be aligned in this life, you know? Speaking of that, so the fourth practice is about aligning your actions with your values and your principles. So you get this inner wisdom from yourself, and then you're able to align align them, align those actions with the values. It's like, I'm not going to have the value that, you know, um, I don't have a value that I'm a backstabber. I have a value that I'm a very loyal friend. Okay, so my actions are going to represent that. I have a value that I do what's best for my highest self, and I always listen to her intuition. So what's aligned with that? I take those actions. I take those steps towards what she's asking me to do. I have a value that I don't take a job that I don't love. I don't stay in a place that I feel is toxic or not good for my growth. So I take the action and I go where I feel comfortable. It sounds so simple. It's not, and I understand that. It sounds way more simple than it is, but when we continue to do these practices and continue to live an aligned life, it will get easier over time and you will see your joy skyrocket. You will be living as your highest self and that's the best feeling ever. So the last one I want to share with you is about being authentic and being honest with yourself and of course with others. It's so easy for us to say, this is not my this isn't my highest self talking. This is a societal expectation or, oh, my friend will think this of me or my mom will think this other thing or I need the money or whatever it is. And that can keep us stuck. And so we might veto what our highest self is saying, what our intuition is telling us, what this voice inside of us is saying. But guess what? The more that we practice honesty with ourselves and be completely honest with ourselves, about what are our needs, our values, our desires, and acting upon those, we will be living in this life of authenticity. And you can't, I want to say, you know, you can't beat that feeling, but you can't replace that feeling. I mean, it's the truth. It's that, it's the, I don't know. It's just living as your highest self. There's nothing more clear than that, you know, is doing what lights you up, doing what makes you happy, doing what feels good to you. So many of you keep sliding into my DMs asking, how do I truly become my highest self? Like, where are the tools? Where do I find this? How do I know which tools apply? And I want to share with you the number one resource that I can offer you. And this is the Rise Retreats. I have literally curated, hand-selected facilitators who are going to help you learn the tools that you need to learn to get you back on the path towards becoming your highest self. And it really does start with loving ourselves. 
It really, really does. So many of us don't know where to start. We struggle with this. We struggle with self-love. And let me just tell you, it comes from these tools that you are going to learn from the facilitators who are teaching you all of these things. So I have curated this very specific self-love retreat. This is happening in May. 2024 up in the Tahoe area, California. And we're going to be, oh my God, we're going to be enjoying the views, like the snow capped mountains, all of the things. It's just going to be amazing. It's May 24th through 26th. And yes, of course, seats are limited, my friend. So get yourself in there. It's already halfway sold out, which is crazy because we have so many repeat customers. So I just want you to be able to enjoy this. Just slide into my DMs. That's probably the easiest or hit up the link in bio. All of this is at Hello Audrey Rose on Instagram. And you do not want to miss this, trust me. We only do them once to twice a year. They are very limited, very exclusive, so you want to get yourself in there. You already know I love you and let's freaking do this. I want to leave you with that because that was quite a jam-packed episode. But truly, I want you to replay this. I will be posting stories about this on um, Instagram as well, but those are the ways that you can sense that you're feeling disaligned. And then here are the ways to practice soul alignment. You know, I love you so much. I'm so proud of you and I'm so blessed to have you in my life. And I hope I get to see you guys coming up at Galentine's. If not, we have the retreat in May. There are so many ways to connect and I just can't wait to squeeze all of you and just see you in person. Love you guys. Have a great week. I'm so happy you got to make it to another amazing episode of the Ready to Rise podcast. Don't hesitate to share this with a friend that needs to hear it. Send it straight to their DMs. Take a screenshot, throw it up in your stories, tag me in it at Hello Audrey Rose. And don't forget, if you leave a written review on the iTunes app, that also helps people find it. So if it resonates with you, help others find it. And I can't wait to hear how much you loved this awesome episode. Have a blessed day.